Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano. Well, hello there, and uh, welcome to another edition of Healthy Choices XM. We're broadcasting from Austin, Texas today, and and I'm your host, Ray Solano. I'm clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist. You know, as always, we're always ready to answer your questions about your health and how we can make responsible choices that can change your life. Our headline for today's shows is allergies and adrenal fatigue. Guess what? They are related. I'm sure you're going to hear lots of information on all types of shows very shortly on allergies. But the connection to adrenal fatigue and adrenals is something that's misunderstood and overlooked. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Our guests are the physicians from Progressive Medical as they talk about adrenal fatigue, the causes, and the cure. Our toll-free number is 877-956-9566. If this is a pre-recorded show, you can always text us at 512-219-0724. That's the phone number of our pharmacy. And also, we take your questions Anytime during the week that our consultants can, at no charge, be able to give you some advice on any of your health issues. That's 512-219-0724. As always, check out our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com. We're streaming live from our from our web page and also podcasts on previous shows. Before we get, let's review our, our solutions as... The nation is going to experience the biggest pollen counts in history due to the warm weather. The snow is going to melt in the northeast if it hasn't already, but the southern states have been warm all winter long. So get ready for, they feel, the biggest allergy season ever. So it's really important to do some things right now. That's what our show is about is prevention medicine because this is what we also want you to take some lifestyle choices, some foods. Sean's going to help us with some some top superfoods for adrenal health as well, and also some natural substances that you can take to be able to stop the histamine reaction. The solution is that the body makes a natural anti-inflammatory substance called cortisol because the allergies is an inflammatory overreaction to pollens and all these invaders. So body makes this natural anti-inflammatory cortisol to slow down the inflammation and release of histamine. And guess what? If the adrenals are exhausted, your cortisol levels are too low and you're going to have tremendous sneezing and also other chronic conditions that neuroinflammation that cause from these allergies. We have the pharmacists at our at PD Lab Specialty Compounding have developed our own natural antihistamine called Seasonal Shield. The doctors of pharmacy have put together the most potent available ingredients to stop the histamine from being released. Not a traditional antihistamine that makes you sleepy. It's called Seasonal Shield, and the best I'm sure it's the best you've ever seen. Check it out on our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com. Sean, before we get to our uh, our pre-recorded interview with Dr. Gazagoli, 
I want to go through some of the top superfoods for adrenal health. What we have on our list, and maybe you can kind of give me your best recipe, cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, wild-caught salmon, nuts, and almonds mm. are, are all on our list. Uh, maybe you can give some... You know, this, these are not boring foods, right? You can put together nice recipes. Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially with the, the salmon. Uh, matter of fact, right off the top of my head, I'm thinking about a, maybe a turmeric uh, olive oil salmon bake with lemon um, and with uh, just fresh vegetable, fresh broccoli. And you can use those nuts to, to kind of sprinkle on top of it. That would be a great meal. And what you, the important thing is if you know the ingredients, mm-hmm. the, the nutritional values, like you just said, nuts, okay, that's a good amount of good fats that mm-hmm. are good for the adrenals. Uh, Cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, you can make those. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially you can use coconut oil. Mm-hmm. It's, the body likes the coconut oil. Coconut is, is good for the adrenals. And like you, like you mentioned uh, also, the, the oils that you're cooking in, are really important, but mm-hmm. even even the sometimes uh, you can sprinkle in some uh, different herbs, yeah, and spices, so that this doesn't have to be boring. No, matter of fact, I do a, a rosemary uh, salmon uh, bake that I've done, and I've worked with that recipe several times, and oh, my family absolutely loves it. And rosemary is a very strong antioxidant, mm-hmm. especially if you're grilling foods. It's always good to stop that glycation of those proteins. So mm-hmm. always use rosemary, especially if you're grilling. And those are some of the super herbs that I'd like to always use. And did you know parsley has a high amount of vitamin C? Mm, I did not know that. So you can use fresh parsley. Make sure you, you, uh, make sure you don't throw those greens off your plate. Just eat them. A neat idea, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I actually like that. It's pumpkin seeds, chia, flax uh, seeds are also important. Seaweed and kelp, Himalayan sea salt, very important to the adrenals. Mm -hmm. Salt. So I think that you, you and I have spoken that you use salt. And I, these types of salts in your recipes all the time. Yeah, I use a lot of uh, sea salt. I, we've actually have not had just regular iodine salt in our in our home for over six months. I, I just and one thing I like about the sea salt, you don't have to use as much of it in order to get the taste that you want. And it's funny you mentioned seaweed. Uh, I one of the things I'm starting to work on is I'm I, I love Korean food, so I'm beginning to try to integrate a lot of Korean food into our diet. And we got some seaweed, and I had never tried seaweed, but I have to tell you, um, the way that it's a Korean recipe, and I'm still trying to figure out how what they have in it, but it's absolutely wonderful. One of the best things I've ever had. Highest source of iodine, very important for the for the thyroid to help the the adrenals to be able to support. Well, we're giving you so lots of choices, uh, Sean. You're going to go back at the end of our show. We'll, we'll recap some other foods. Let's go ahead to our guest, Dr. Gaz Agoli of Progressive Medical Centers, as they're going to talk about adrenal fatigue and how, again, this is very important when we're battling allergies. So, Sean, let's go ahead and start our interview with Dr. Gaz Agoli. We're well into the uh, first quarter of 2017. You know, we know that there's a lot of individuals that um, are, are busy, busy, busy. And it's go, go, go. 
you have, whether you're involved in raising a family, whether you're involved in having a business, whether you're involved in, in working extra hours in your job, in your profession, um, whether you're having difficulties um, turning off all of our electronics. And, and believe me, we've got some amazing tools right now, but it's a double-edged sword. And we're talking about how is it affecting your body physiologically. And we're going to take this entire hour talking about a very small gland in your body called the adrenal glands. And it's so important to understand that a lot of physicians, a lot of primary care physicians, just don't have the time to properly assess you for your adrenal glands. Now, the adrenal glands are, are two glands that sit on top of the kidney. They're the size of a walnut. And they're just a power pack gland that actually responsible uh, for manufacturing uh, a steroid called cortisol. And it's interesting, one of my professors in medical school basically said in all of his lectures, he kept on reiterating this, that uh, and a lot of these lectures were on internal medicine and endocrinology. He said that there's two hormones that you absolutely have to have in your body in the proper levels or you will cease to exist. And one of those was thyroid and the other one was cortisol. Now, obviously, there's other hormones as well, and, and I'm not going to tell you that these are the most two important but the point he was trying to make is that both of these hormones, and we're going to focus specifically on the adrenals, but I just want to throw in what the professor was talking about, that these hormones, specifically cortisol, actually have so many different elements and how they function in the body. And one of them is how you deal with stressors, and we call it fight or flight. And the other aspect of it is that how the body can deal with energies and dealing with these particular stress. So I want to just throw that out there, Dr. Burdett, that this show is entirely devoted to the adrenal glands. And I know that uh, some practitioners kind of dabble in adrenal insufficiency, and we're going to kind of educate what's the difference between adrenal insufficiency from a functional perspective and uh, Addison's disease or Cushionoid syndrome, which is, or these are diagnoses that are a little bit different. So welcome to the show, Dr. Yeah, Bette, and, and I'm glad that we are discussing this topic. Why is it so important to even address adrenal health? Well, it's critically important, especially when you begin to dissect the reasons that people go to a doctor's office to, and seek out a physician's care. What some most of the symptoms that so many of the symptoms associated with adrenal fatigue are symptoms that actually many people have and they don't find good answers to. They go look for a cause and they go to their doc's office and they talk about how I'm fatigued and even if I sleep, I don't wake up with good energy. I just don't feel like myself. Other symptoms of low adrenals might be things like your blood pressure to the lower side, although you could have higher blood pressure and still have adrenal fatigue. So it's not the only symptom, but do you get dizzy when you go from sitting to standing? Do you crave saltier foods? Uh, do you, do you, is it easy for your blood sugar to drop out? Do you have to eat something every three to four hours or you, you really move to hypoglycemia, low blood sugar quickly? All of these are, how about easy weight gain, especially around the middle? These are all, or, or even menstrual irregularities, low hormones, all of these are things that, that go back to the adrenals and go back to something that they are responsible for. Let's say it a different way. Adrenals are responsible for handling stress in our body. In today's times, even if you're handling it well, it's hard to say that you'll have a day or two even without significant stressors coming up. 
adrenals have to respond to the stress constantly. Physicians, uh, the reports say that as much as 70% of everything, every, every symptom that a doc sees has an element of stress associated with it. We know stress has a huge impact on our health. I love to ask this question in terms of dealing with patient care, which is, is it worse under stress? And if anything that's going on in your body is worse under stress, from a headache to uh, periods to pain in your body to a rash, then it possibly means that your adrenals aren't working like they should. Adrenals make adrenaline. Uh, They should peak in the morning, give us that feeling so we want to get out of bed in the morning, and then they should slowly decrease throughout the day so we can also go to sleep. So energy, insomnia, all of this is tied up in adrenal function. And the better we manage stress, the better our immune system is. So we see a direct relationship between how stress affects the body and even onset or reoccurrence of things like cancer. Adrenals are the key to helping our body to absorb the stress better. Because what the research also says is it's not the amount of stress, but how you handle the stress. And the adrenals are the key that allow us to handle that stress better. So yet, now think about it, from fatigue to weight gain to not feeling like yourself, but adrenals are rarely looked at in terms of being worked up. And part of the problem is that even if they are worked up, it would be common to, nothing's common really, it's often overlooked, but if something is done, a blood level of cortisol is done. And that is helpful and it tells you a little bit, but I would say it tells you about 25% because when we look at adrenals, we don't look at one cortisol in the morning. We look at four cortisols throughout the day. Now that doesn't mean you have to get four blood draws because salivary in your saliva levels of cortisol mimic very tightly the level in the blood. So if we want these four points, if this is critical to understanding what the adrenals really do, we don't need four blood draws. We can do it by this mechanism instead. We can look at the saliva. I think it's a very very important point to understand because some of those listeners out there probably had a blood cortisol level and it was normal. And obviously, that's a good sign, but that's not a complete picture. That's an incomplete picture. So functional doctors will actually take the opportunity to do a very good history and document certain signs and symptoms, just as Dr. Burdett said, specifically low energy, extreme fatigue, uh, chronic allergies, tired all the time, uh, environments, uh, environmental sensitivities are also a sign. Uh, symptoms begin after a stressful event. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we use that terminology, fight or flight. And, and typically when you notice that after a stressful event that you can't recover as well uh, and you, you actually have your symptoms are exacerbated, that, that's a sign that you have a functional adrenal insufficiency as well. So, so what are the root, root causes and contributing factors that we've seen? Uh, and let me just throw this out there and we're going to get Dr. Burdett engaged in this conversation. But one of the main areas that we have seen as practitioners, and I know that those of you listening today will, will agree with this, is that we live in a very stressful society. And continuous physical, chemical, emotional, um, and thermal stresses can affect the entire body and affect the output of the adrenals releasing hormones. So we know that stress is probably, and it's the continuous stress, it's not only the emotional stress, but you know, we mentioned um, about chemical stress, and, and this is something that Dr. Bidet and I were just talking about. When I use the word chemical, it, it could be any kind of chemical, including an infection. 
So it's a very, very important to understand that as well. The next thing that, it, that, that we know um, that affects adrenal insufficiency are nutritional deficiencies. So I'm going to stop there, and let's get Dr. Burdett in. So, Dr. Burdett, I, I mentioned those two areas as well, um, stress, and it could mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. physical stress, emotional stress, uh, chemical stress, mm-hmm. and we know that um, – these are areas of concern, and of course, nutritional deficiencies, which is a big one. And because we're seeing a lot of more Americans today are, are going to their physician and being prescribed medications, and they're not being educated on these drug nutrient interactions. Yes, and and good. when you take a specific medication, and if you don't look at what nutrient it blocks or suppresses, you could be setting yourself up for a long-term problem with adrenal problems. Thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, one of the things that the adrenals do is they help to balance blood sugar. And recently, we've, we're starting to see more data around pre-diabetes and diabetics that say it's not just about controlling the high end of blood sugar, but the low end as well. So adrenals work hand-in-hand hand with insulin to keep you in that proper range, keep you from bottoming out too much, which absolutely is a trend. Yo-yo, back and forth with blood sugar is one of the things that can cause a more severe progression of diabetes. And so adrenals are really going to step in and help to prevent that. Now, let's talk about the scenario of drug-nutrient interactions. A common medication to treat diabetes is something called metformin. And it turns out that metformin lowers B vitamins. Uh, B12 is one, but a second one is B6. Now, one of the places that you need B6 is in your adrenals. Adrenals concentrate B5 and B6 and vitamin C. And so you're taking a medication to help regulate blood sugar, but yet it depletes B6, which makes your adrenals not function as well, which in turn means you can't regulate blood sugar. So you see how circular this is and how sometimes a medication even designed to treat something because of the nutrient deficiency it induces, it doesn't do it as well. And, and so another thing Dr. Goli mentioned are chemicals, and that's true. Those are things in the environment, pesticides on our food, lead in the air that we breathe, mercury in our fish. But like he mentioned, it's also medications. These are toxins. And before they cause an increase in liver enzymes, they often cause toxicity in terms of the mitochondria, the part of the cell that makes energy. And the adrenals, another organ responsible for good energy production. And the place that you're going to see this in your adrenal function is another thing that adrenals make, which is a hormone, DHEA. DHEA goes on to convert to testosterone and eventually estrogen. So DHEA helps to build our pool of reproductive hormones. Now think about what you know about stress and procreating. You probably know that if somebody is under more stress, it's very difficult for them to get pregnant. You probably even know if a male is under stress that he can have a lower sperm count. Now, what is that stress affecting? It's affecting your adrenals. So they'll be, your DHEA will be lower for that reason. And now you throw in toxicity. This can be a primary reason that your hormones are low. If you're trying to get pregnant and, you, and your hormones are low or particularly your partner, his testosterone is low and his DHEA is low, chemicals are often responsible here, as is the stress to the adrenals. But here's the good news. To build adrenal function back up, we don't need injections with possible side effects. We don't need um, really expensive, invasive interventions. 
again, what we need are nutritional therapies. We need some of these B vitamins. We need certain botanicals. The adrenals respond very well to nutrition. So the more that we uh, increase our nutrition, the more that we feed the adrenals what they need, the more they'll do exactly what they should do. And I really love looking at adrenals and nutritional interactions and botanical interactions because it's not a magic wand, but it's close. So many of the botanicals like ashwagandha or different ginsengs that work on the adrenals are what are called adaptogens. So what does that mean? Well, if we have been under stress, initially as we're under stress, we will spurt out very high levels of stress hormones. And these can make us anxious. And this can make us gain weight around the middle. And this can make us uh, have disruptions with our wake pattern, sleep pattern. And so that's the beginning of it. But eventually, over time, you can't keep up that pace. And so then the adrenals bottom out. So how do I know what botanical to use? Am I on the high end or the low end? Well, the first answer to that is you look at your adrenals to see where you're at. But the second answer is that many of these botanicals are adaptogens. Whether or not your stress hormones are on overdrive or whether or not you're on burnout, it will help the tissue to repair. And when the tissue repairs, it begins to do the job it should do. And so regardless of being high or low, you begin to function better. You begin to handle stress better. You have less symptoms and you're able to get to your end goal in terms of energy, feeling well. And so it's, it's a really exciting area to work with because it's so responsive. And these are botanicals that are full of antioxidants and good for us and if stress affects 70% of everything that goes to a physician's office, it's important to make sure your adrenals are where they should be at. Absolutely very important to know where your adrenals are at, and that's why it's important to get the proper assessment. So that's very important to understand um, how we, we view some of the contributing factors uh, to adrenal insufficiency. I also want to go on and say that uh, poor dietary habits – uh, such as highly refined foods will contribute to this as well. And, you know, unfortunately, it's called the SAD diet, uh, standard American diet, of course, and, and a lot of it actually has dead foods that are not live. Uh, we've also seen several studies um, that food allergies can contribute to adrenal problems, and that has a lot to do with inflammation as well and suppressing the body's ability um, to to release the proper cortisols because of the chronic inflammation caused by the sensitivities. Uh, in addition, that there are several studies that um, heavy metal toxicity, um, specifically mercury, has been found to suppress the release uh, and production of cortisol and glucocorticoids uh, that the adrenal produces as well. Uh, we also know that any type of uh, alcohol, excessive alcohol, or drug abuse, obviously, that's a given. Um, if anyone um, has had a previous history and, and they're involved in AA, which is a wonderful thing that you're, you're not uh, allowing your addiction to control your life, but, but ultimately one of the problems with some of these programs, they don't really address the nutritional imbalances. And although we think counseling and accountability is very important in spirituality, that if you don't replenish what the body needs, very specifically B vitamins are critically important, is what Dr. Burdett mm-hmm. talked about, ashwagandha, that we've seen the devastation. So literally you can abuse your body, mm-hmm. and the body can only take so much, but if you know once you make the decision to stop, and, and if you don't get the proper nutrition, you're not going to heal the proper way. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM, talking about adrenal health and also how it's connected to allergies. I'm your host, Ray Solano, and we have Sean that's also a 
a chef. We'll call you a clinical chef that's going to be joining us with some foods later on in, in this show as well. But Dr. Cheryl Burdett of Progressive Medical Centers and Dr. Gazagoya talking about adrenal health and adaptogens and how this is so important for adrenals. And if you're suffering from, from allergies, check out our website, Healthy Choices XM, talking about the seasonal shield that has these adaptogens for and also natural antihistamines and also things to control your blood sugar. These are all interrelated with your adrenal health. We're going to come back after the break and talk further about what we can do to rebuild your adrenals and also uh, some foods, some power foods and some recipes that we can do also at the same time so we're going to have some fun at it. Also, you can always text us at 512-219-0724 for any of your questions during the week be able to help you. And again, check out our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com.
Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566. Well, welcome back. We got another great half of talking with Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Shoa Burdett about your adrenal health. This is Healthy Choices xm.com if you want to stream from our website you can also call us at any time 877-956-9566 or you can text us if this is a pre-record that you'd like to find out some more information about our show and also about our our, our sponsors progressive medical centers out of atlanta 512-219-0724 is our text or you can call us at that farm at this is our pharmacy phone number that if you had any questions about any of the therapies or the protocols we mentioned during any of our shows uh, today, we were before our break. We were talking about adrenal support and some of the adaptogens that help these little glands on top of the kidneys that are so important to our energy levels, and also how it's connected to. Allergies. If your adrenals are exhausted, you're going to have a tremendous overreaction to allergens, and especially coming into a very, very heavy allergy season. So it's really important to look at these B vitamins and also some of these key antioxidants, uh, also adaptogens like ashwagandha, to be able to heal the adrenal glands. There's also some certain foods that we talked about. Uh, magnesium, B vitamins, or some of the natural foods that have cruciferous vegetables, cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, are all top foods for adrenal health, olives, seaweed, and of course, the best is Himalayan sea salt. Very important. That sometimes first thing in the morning, a, tea, a half a teaspoon will be very energetic for adrenals. That's what I said, Himalayan sea salt in the morning, first thing. Uh, we're going to go to our pre-record with our final segment from the doctors at Progressive Medical Centers. But also, check out our website. We had some people call us about our seasonal shield that we have been able to formulate specifically as an antihistamine with adrenal support in there. There's nothing else like it on it that we have found. We make this... We have formulated this ourselves. It took us three years to come up with it. We have found that this is a big seller, so much that we run out of it all the time because these ingredients are very difficult to find. Check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. Sean, let's go ahead and finish our interview with the physicians at Progressive Medical Centers. I want to go back to some of the contributing factors as well. Um, we We hit several factors there, but I want to mention that there's a correlation with a thyroid or pituitary imbalance. So basically, if your physician has diagnosed you with hypothyroidism, and if you went to a traditional doctor and they prescribe level thyroxine or synthroid, which is synthetic T4, uh, the chances are very, very high that there could be a correlation. Um, Well, let me just pause for a second. If you were diagnosed, I encourage you to uh, ask your physician uh, if or practitioner, if they can order a, a total T3 and a free T3 and also the thyroid antibodies just to make sure that you don't have uh, Hashimoto's, which also can exacerbate the situation, which is autoimmune disease. Uh, you want to make sure you don't have that. Um, 
But getting back to the adrenals is that anything to do with thyroid imbalances automatically puts stress on the adrenals and, and you need more support. So if you're only working on your thyroid without the adrenals, you're making a huge mistake. In addition to that, we know that the pituitary, which is the master hormone, a regulator of the body, there could be an imbalance there as well. And we know that that affects adrenal problems as well. So we know that any patient that was put on cortisone therapy for conditions such as asthma or arthritis can cause the adrenal glands to shrink in size. Uh, exogenous steroids affect the negative feedback communication between the adrenals and the hypothalamus pituitary control function. So the hypothalamus is a bundle of nerves. It actually sends out messages to produce or not produce certain hormones. And we know when you're getting exogenous, that's from an outside source, uh, whether you had an injection, whether you have to have an IV. But, but this is strictly, you know, listen, if you had one injection because you had a flare-up, that really isn't a big deal or maybe possibly one round of prednisone. But we're talking about someone with a chronic issue such as asthma or arthritis. This can consequently cause long-term suppression um, of ACTH, which induces the atrophy of the adrenal cortisols, and guess what happens? Adrenal insufficiency. So we know that um, this is a big, big problem, and this can contribute to a functional adrenal insufficiency. Now, Addison's disease is a rare disorder of the adrenal glands in which the adrenal cortex is underactive, thus uh, creates a discoloration of the skin. You almost look like a bronzing, crushing fatigue, uh, decreasing body hair, and the inability to cope with stress and constantly feeling cold. So Addison's a little different, and that's when a blood test is appropriate. So Dr. Bennett and I are not, are not against doing a blood no, test. We're saying you can not. do both with the saliva. But Dr. Bennett, talking about those two areas as well, excess cortisone, um, and we know that the thyroid and pituitary connection. What's your opinion on that? Well, I, I, yeah, absolutely. It's appropriate to look for Addison's. But the issue is, is that you are much more likely to have adrenal fatigue than you are to have Addison's. And we, of course, want to rule that out. But the standard way that you diagnose Addison's, just looking at one serum cortis level, cortisol level, will not also tell you about adrenal fatigue. You could do salivary levels, and if, if you were making no cortisol, then it would tell you about Addison's as well as adrenal fatigue. So with a salivary sample, we're, with the salivary sample, we're able to diagnose both things. And uh, Addison's is not only is it much more rare, but the way that it needs to be treated is more invasive. Adrenal fatigue can be very common, and the way it's treated is B5, B6, uh, maybe using some nutritional IVs to really jumpstart things, something called a Myers cocktail. And we do a, 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 a super version of a Myers cocktail because we add some other uh, botanicals to that that are unique to us, things like licorice, which really can help bring uh, the adrenals back to health. And so if we do a salivary sample, now we're able to figure out whether or not it's Addison's or adrenal fatigue and then treat appropriately. And again, it, it, both are important because adrenal fatigue it will compromise quality of life. Your energy will be less. You'll sleep and you'll still wake up fatigued. You won't feel good. You'll be more headachy. You can be more achy. And a standard workup generally doesn't even look at cortisol. So if you went into a doc and said, you're feeling fatigued, you're feeling achy, you can't sleep well, 
it would be unusual to have a cortisol drawn at all. And so, so many times we see people who have gone in and they have these symptoms. I'm fatigued. I'm gaining weight. I don't sleep well. I don't feel good. And they'll run a chemistry screen and a CBC and those things will come back normal and they'll say, you must be okay. There's nothing on this blood work. Well, you know you're not okay. You don't feel like yourself. It's just that the correct workup wasn't done. And so when we can really think about what, what's responsible for this area, assessing adrenals becomes so useful. So no, another big area that adrenals will make a difference is in focus and concentration. One of the things that we find is that kids or even adults who are diagnosed with attention deficit disorder might not need something like Adderall and Ritalin. It may very well be that their adrenals are fatigued because that adrenaline, that norepinephrine and epinephrine that they make help us with focus and concentration. And so all, here you are on a medication like Adderall, which ha definitely has side effects and can suppress appetite and is basically like taking a lower dose speed long term. And it, it masks it. Sure, it gives you some energy, but it's not treating the cause. The reason you're having difficulty with focus and energy, again, goes back to those adrenal glands. And now, instead of having that choice of how, making that choice of needing something like Adderall, instead we can reach for, yes, some B vitamins. And in this case, I would pick some amino acids to treat adrenals, things like tyrosine. So tyrosine is your precursor, helps you to make more adrenaline, epinephrine, and norepinephrine. And tyrosine also helps with dopamine. Studies show us that people that take tyrosine are, do better in terms of focus and concentration. And so if we see low adrenal function, we know that tyrosine is very appropriate for you. And what you'll probably notice with that is more energy, more focus, and guess what the side effects to tyrosine are? more weight loss as well. So generally, and if you already are lower weight, it's not going to cause excessive weight loss, just more of when we could use lose a few pounds. So um, really, I would say very not really a side effect, but more of a side benefit. This is what's so nice about working with our natural therapies is they really cover a number of issues, a number of pieces of the spectrum because they work so well with the body and in so many different areas. And so once we know about where your adrenals are at, We'll know, you, you've listened to us, and now we've talked about tyrosine, and we've talked about B vitamins, and we've talked about different botanicals, and we've talked about different IVs. So which one is right for you? Well, that's the beauty of knowing where your adrenals are at. It will tell us which thing is right for you. You know, what do you do when you find out that you potentially have an adrenal insufficiency? Um, you went to your doctor. You have all the symptoms. Um, and there's, by the way, there's many offers that wrote on this. Dr. Wilson is one of the physicians that wrote about adrenal fatigue and there's 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 probably hundreds of peer review articles that talked about this as well so i want to just go ahead and say this is not about uh, a diagnosis that's uh, addison's disease or cushionoid this is a functional adrenal problem so what do you do about it so one of the first things that we do about it is we have to determine whether that you have an adrenal insufficiency which you're not producing enough cortisol from the adrenal glands or you actually have an overdrive where the body's overproducing the adrenal cortisol and what ends up happening is that you can actually have all a plethora of symptoms that um, can mimic uh, too much adrenal uh, production which could cause uh, anxieties uh, it can also cause uh, tremors 
Uh, it can also affect brain function and memory. And ultimately, guess what happens? You'll end up having an adrenal insufficiency because you're going to burn out your adrenal glands. And that's because of stress. So typically, just to give you a really good example of what I'm talking about, just imagine right now that you and a friend are crossing the street and you and your friend are crossing the street. In the middle of crossing the street, there's a semi-truck that's about to hit you. Now, are you going to look to your friend and say, hey, get out of the way? No. Instantaneously, intuitively, both of you are they're going to jump out or, or, or jump away or, or one of you is going to push the other to save each other's life. And what ends up happening after that stressful event, it's because of the adrenaline rush that's basically saved you. Now, here's the interesting thing. How do you recover from that? If you're constantly feeling stressed and, and, and over-stressed and anxiety and, and jittery for a long period of time, guess what happens is that you're going to burn out your adrenal glands. You're supposed to have a normal recovery, and this is a very normal uh, adrenal health uh, pattern. And, and we've heard of many stories where you have this brute strength, where you've heard of, of young mothers that can lift a car because of the baby being pinned there. This is, this is not uh, a fallacy. This is a fact, and it's got to do with adrenaline and cortisol, that tremendous amount of strength. So ultimately, it depends what pattern you are. So why do I say that? Because some individuals actually need to have an adrenal glandular to support and use an offset adrenal hypertrophy. Um, that usually happens at later stages of adrenal, or some of you actually need an adaptogenic. So, uh, Dr. Bidd, I want to focus on that terminology, mm-hmm. adaptogenic, and utilizing stress, stress nutrient. What exactly does that mean? Well, an adaptogenic means that that it will work whether or not you're on overdrive and producing too many stress hormones or whether or not you're bottomed out. How how unique <coughs> is that? When you think about certain medications, uh, because they're designed to only sit in one receptor site and they're the, the synthetic nature of them to target just one area, what that means is they'll drive something either up or they'll drive it down. But botanicals and nutrients have the ability to improve the health of the tissue. And when the health of the tissue is better, it does what it should do. So whether or not you're on overdrive or burnout, you see improvement. Medications aren't like that. You risk being pushed one direction or the other. And so this is just such an affirming way to step in. For example, one of my favorite botanicals for the adrenals is one called ashwagandha or withania somnifera. And that's the Latin name. And somnifera, the second part, like somnolence, like sleeping. And so right in the name... And so you can take it and you can take it before bed and it will help you get to sleep. So if you see cortisol going up at night when it should be coming down, ashwagandha is an amazing intervention for this. However, in my patients that are, that are what I call uh, tired but wired, what does that mean? You're fatigued but you're still anxious. Well, if I give you something that gives you energy, is that going to make you more anxious? If I give you something that calms the anxiety, is that going to make you more fatigued? Well, this is why I can use something like ashwagandha and in in these patients use it in the morning and in the p.m. because the same botanical will give you energy in the morning and help you go to sleep because it's feeding those adrenals. And that's what the adrenals normally do. They make a different level of hormone from a.m. to p.m. And so it gets back to the point about why it's not adequate to just measure the hormone one time. We need to know not just whether or not you have cortisol, but your pattern of cortisol. And so we can ascertain different things from these patterns. For example, somebody that has a sky-high cortisol first thing in the morning, but is normal throughout the day, what's happening there? 
Well, it means the stress happened at night. So in little kids who are having night terrors, you'll see this pattern, or who are waking up all the time, there is a stress at night. Or in adults who have sleep apnea, you'll see this pattern. There was a stress at night. You weren't getting oxygen. And so this would tell me something very different than, for example, you had normal cortisol throughout the day, but it's high at, 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 the, la- at the end of the day, the very last sample. And again, that's going to be a pattern of insomnia. Well, what about your normal, all four points throughout the day, but your morning point is low when you should be high, your next point is higher, then you're down again, then you're up again. You're in normal range, but the pattern is incorrect, and, and it means that your adrenals are functioning erratically, erratically, and what that means is that you won't handle stress as well. So again, when we get these four points of cortisol alongside DHEA, that other hormone that gives you energy, makes you resistant to stress, women that took DHEA for six months with no change in diet and lifestyle had decreased weight around the middle. Uh, so again, we can learn so many things from the adrenals, and we have so much potential to help. Again, 70% of everything that goes to a physician's office has an element of stress. What are you doing to manage your stress better? Were there questions asked about stress? Were there questions asked like, are you worse with stress? Or how about, does exercise make you more fatigued? Because exercise should give us this release of endorphins, this adrenaline, this rush, this high, runner's high type thing. If you don't get that, you're likely adrenally fatigued. If you get dizzy from sitting to standing, probably adrenally fatigued. And so from fatigue to weight gain to poor focus, the answer may let rest in your adrenals. And there are so many things that we can do to boost adrenal function, get you feeling better and naturally. You're listening to Healthy Choices XM, broadcasting from Austin, Texas. You just were listening to a pre-recorded interview with Dr. Cheryl Burdett and Dr. Gazagoli from Progressive Medical Centers talking about adrenal health. And this is a great tutorial about uh, adrenal support that may not be what your practitioners are familiar with or be able to train with because this is not a disease that the adrenals uh, are to the point where you're getting Addison's disease. This is a functional trend of adrenals that are not being able to keep up with the stresses that you have on a daily basis. So to be able to treat those adrenals, you have to use some of these natural compounds that be able to help grow those tissues and be able for your body to respond to that properly to that stress. Again, Dr. Shilbert, I was talking about stress being 70% of all the visits to physicians' offices. And these adaptogens are natural substances like ashwagandha that can be able to help you when you're tired, but also when you're wired, so you have the proper, modulate the proper response from your adrenals. These are very important glands in our body and are under tremendous assault uh, from all of the uh, environmental pollutants and from all the stresses of our lifestyle. And this is the reason why in your foods that you eat, the supplements that you take, you have to be able to support the adrenal health. And this is what we're all about. And check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. We have also some adrenal support formulas that we have been able, that we've developed and they work. We also have developed a seasonal shield, 
high-potency support for natural antihistamines that support the adrenals and also reduce those histamine responses that we're going to see for this tremendous pollen season that we're go, that we're experiencing right now. So it's really important to get ahead of it, just like in the flu season. All of our listeners tune in to our, our show and our pharmacy all the time. What do we need to do to get ready for this next season so that they do not get the complete uh, debilitation from the ongoing allergy season and also the stresses of what's coming up in the next month. Listen to HealthyChoicesXM.com and check that out. And also our text us at any time during our shows at 512-219-0724. And also in our, in our closing moments, we want uh, Sean to weigh in here a little bit about some foods that are really important that we can be able to, again, let food be thy medicine to help be able to reduce these adrenal support and also some naturally hypoallergenic foods that are not inflammatory. We talked about B vitamins, how critical they are. And Sean, as you well know, that B vitamins are present in our flesh meats, mm-hmm. our, our beefs, our, our and also, again, grass-fed meats are always the healthier because they have the natural omega-3s. Mm-hmm. But also, B vitamins uh, are a big part of, uh, of beef. Yes. And I know you have some great dishes that, again, where we want grass-fed as preferred as opposed to corn-fed. But you've got some great recipes for how people can have these B vitamins in their diet. Yeah, I, uh, matter of fact, I was thinking about a, 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 a kind of a pot roast that you can grill instead of actually, uh, you know, putting it submerged in water. But you can grill pot roast, and it's got the, and of course, we want the grass fed. And you'll notice when you eat grass fed beef, it tastes a lot better, and it digests a lot easier as, as well. And, and especially if anybody, children are having allergies mm-hmm. or that they are having ADD symptoms, we have found many times grass-fed beef uh, f- served to these uh, uh, children is very beneficial. Mm-hmm. So, it, like you said, it digests better, too. Yes. Because, yes. And people sit there, well, they can't eat beef. Well, they, when they switch to grass-fed, they go, wow, that, that's a big difference. A lot of flavor difference, too, isn't there? Absolutely, a lot of flavor. And I'll tell you one thing for the listeners out there. Uh, if you're looking for an alternative as far as uh, when you go uh, buy groceries, I would urge anybody and everybody to go to a Korean food market. Uh, they've got a lot of the healthy, very, very healthy lean meats, uh, a lot of the um, um, wild fish, uh, and it's fresh. Mm. And, it's, yeah, it's, it's a very good alternative. Me and my fact, I'm probably going to do a, salt, a little video. Me and my wife are going um Sometime this weekend, and I'll try to post a little video up on my my Twitter account, which is Try This Dish Show. Try This Dish Show, and I'll you know give you some shots of of all the things that they have, and it's really really healthy. It's it's quite amazing. You know, we we have people that come into our pharmacy all the time. Sean says, you know, I'm just tired of taking pills. I'm tired of, uh, I really. But they don't know what to eat, yeah. And they don't know what they don't know what to cook. So that's the reason why we invited you to be a guest on our show to be able to give a complete, uh, full, 
offering to our, our, our listeners because what they do on a daily basis, every single day, can make an influence on your health. And, you know, just like you've, you've told us many times, you don't have to go to fast food restaurants. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be able to go to restaurants. A lot of people are not going to restaurants as much as they used to because of the expense. Yeah. But you could do things simply at home, right? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I, you know, I'm beginning to integrate a lot of Korean food, especially Korean barbecue, into our our meal planning. We're going to have to let it go at this for, to, for today. We'll wait for next week's show. We're going to have a, another important update on uh, from the from our listeners and from our physicians from Progressive Medical Centers talking about integrative medicine. Check out our website, healthychoicesxm.com. Anytime during the week, you can call or text us at 512-219-0724. Sean, we'd like to, I'm glad you were able to join us this week. You got your, your email address or your website for our listeners in our closing seconds. Yes, sir. All you got to do is go to trythisdishradio.com or hit, hook up with me on Twitter at trythisdishshow. And thank you very much, Ray. Well, great. And you can also simulcast. Our show is simulcast on 1380 The Pulse. And if you check out our website, tell your all of your friends that they can Go on to our website, HealthyChoicesXM.com, and it's live rebroadcast of our show on Sunday at 12 Central Time. We'll be back here next week for another exciting show of Healthy Choices XM. Have a great week.